Welcome back to Modern Day Disciples, aka MDD, the podcast where we hear real stories from modern day disciples. It's good to be back. Dude, it's good to be back. <laughs> yeah, guys, we're on our fifth episode. Um, my name is Anna. Um, Anna Fuentes. I'm the youth minister at St. Anthony Parish, in case you didn't know. Yes, my name is Cameron Bernog. I'm the youth director at uh, St. Francis of Assisi Parish in San Jose, California. Yeah, so we, we took a week off. We took a week off because we were on retreat. We were ministering to our teens. It's been a busy couple of weeks. Dude, I've missed the podcast, though. I have. To, you have been texting me, like, recently, just I, saying... Yo, <laughs> I, I can't wait to record. I'm yeah, yeah. You guys, I I texted Kev when he was in Chicago, and I was like, dude, I don't know what it is right now, but like, I'm so eager to record another episode, and I have all these ideas. I was like, I want to record three episodes like right now. It was right <laughs> after the retreat, though, so I think we were just on fire. Like, dude, the fire retreat was lit. High. Yeah. Yes. Um. And so we're gonna this this episode is a little special we'll get into that later um do you want to talk what what's a highlight from your past week weeks last couple weeks i mean i'm sure there's been many it's been a it's been a crazy couple of weeks i think definitely the retreat that we went on um with our 60 61 62 youth was a highlight um dude i love those kids yeah they're just so inspired we'll get into that We'll, (laughs) we'll get into that trust me we'll get into that so a highlight from the past few weeks, I think, was visiting, um, while I was in Chicago, I got the pleasure to visit our seminary there, where we where we sent our seminarians for the Diocese of San Jose. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so we got to see, um, visit, we actually saw three of our seminarians, Joseph, um, Robert, and Ryan, um, and it was it was awesome just seeing them there, and um, because you see the, the pictures that they send, and uh, the pictures that the vocations offices show in, on their Facebook, but just seeing the the seminary and how beautiful it was and how prayerful the experience was just to walk around every every like building had a chapel we got to visit all these different like yeah and just spend we got to spend some quality time with with our seminarians which was awesome because just seeing them gives me so much hope you know as they're being formed in um in this vocation in this priesthood and uh, just seeing how joyful they were to see familiar faces just brought me so much joy so it was a it was a it was a really good time. How about you? What's a what's a highlight from the past few weeks? So the past few weeks, obviously, you know, we did retreat. We'll talk about that later. But mm-hmm. um, one highlight from this past week. So we had uh, presentation. High school has this thing called Parish Day. Okay. And Parish Day is where they invite the youth ministers from the different parishes in the diocese, as well as the pastors from those parishes. And they invite them, we have mass with the bishop, and then you get to have lunch with your teens who attend uh, Presentation High School. So it was, dude, it was such a good time. So yeah, we, you get to have lunch with the teens, just hang out with them. Uh, And so what we ended up doing, you know, you guys, TikTok's kind of a big thing. (laughs) (laughs) We ended up making TikToks and like there was this one, we did the one um, Chance the Rapper Hot Shower. Uh, it's a TikTok dance if you guys are familiar. I got uh, muscles, muscles like Superman. Superman. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How did that go? Um, it was awesome because like literally there was these random Prez girls and we're like, hey, yo, like if you know the dance, like just join in. And there's this one TikTok that I made. There's this like eight. I didn't even know these girls. Eight random like girls who go to Prez who just joined in you know, like their skirts and everything. And we're all doing the the hot shower dance. Oh my goodness. That was so fun. <laughs> um, yeah. And like did it with Anna Brown, Katie Sullivan. Shout out to them. Wonderful youth ministers in our diocese. Um, and it was just, it brought me such joy. Um, one of our students who attends Prez, um, Hannah Votal, shout out Hannah Votal, is a senior. And so this was the last parish day with her. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was a bit bittersweet. 
Um, but as always, it's fun to get together with youth ministers and just see your teens in, in their element at, yeah. at their school. And it's, it's such an honor to go to that every year. And shout out to Anna Laura at Presentation High School mm-hmm. um, for putting on that event every year because it's a cool way. It's a cool way for the youth ministers to connect with their teens um, in a school setting. Um, so yeah, that was, that was pretty fun. That's so cool. That's awesome. Um, so should we start our episode? Yeah, let's get started. Do you want to lead us in prayer? I would love to lead us in prayer in the name of the father, son, Holy spirit. Amen. Come Holy spirit. Come Holy spirit. Dear God, we come to you after a pretty hectic few weeks. Um, we pray that you are with us through this podcast. We pray that um, our guests uh, speak light into darkness. We pray that Kevin and I speak light into darkness, that we allow ourselves to continue to get out of the way, Lord, to continue to let you lead. Um, it is very easy to to build up our egos. It is very easy to feel like we're doing the best and we're doing the most and we're in doing all these things. But at the core of it all, um, we just want to, to serve you, Lord. At the, at the core of it all, we just want to come to you as humble servants and, and serve you because we are, we are lowly but chosen. And we just pray that we keep that mission at the center of everything we do through this podcast and that our listeners hear your voice through our words, that you may use us in any way you see fit. Um, we love you and we thank you for the opportunity to, to serve you in this way. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Beautiful. Thank you. Um, roll that intro music. And we're back for episode five. Yo, guys, what is good? It's been a minute. It yeah. really has. It feels kind of weird doing this again it feels like it probably hasn't felt like a minute to you guys um it's felt like a long couple weeks yeah some people have been like asking where the podcast was and posting like there's no podcast this week jamanongdo in specific yeah, jamanongdo <laughs> is like our biggest fan and i'm so here for it <laughs> <laughs> he posted like there's no podcast this week but you can listen to the other ones <laughs> he's like go listen to the other ones again i've missed it i've missed recording it um i've missed you guys you know, okay, I probably, okay, this is me just going off again and I'm going to do it, but you know, it'd be cool sometime in the future to have a live podcast. That'd be amazing. How would that work? How would we do that? I don't know. We, I mean, obviously I think it would be here local. If we ever did a live podcast, it'd be here local first. I mean, mm-hmm. eventually we'll go global. global. <laughs> <laughs> we have to go global. <laughs> um, shout out to Danny. <laughs> Um, no, but I think it would be really cool to do a live podcast where we invite our listeners to some sort of venue, um, and we just, I don't know, have a live guest and just, like, record live. That'd be so cool. Shout out to David and Jason. <laughs> do they do live podcasts? I, I attended their live podcast tour. Like, did they do that, those podcasts live? They came to San Jose, the Views tour. Wow. It I didn't know that. Epic. I thought it was, like, a show. I didn't know it was a podcast. No, it was a podcast. So, like, I mean, it was podcasts used very loosely i mean they had mostly a conversation you know they're funny guys um mm-hmm. but they brought out like heath and like they brought out zane for so a they segment. got work done but they also made a little bit more money by inviting cash. people to come <laughs> <laughs> and then scott scotty uh performed scotty sire. um actually i think i think we're gonna go see scotty sire aren't we i 
Are we? And 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 it's coming up November twelfth. I Did think. Did you get your ticket? I haven't, but like, let's do that. Yeah, I'm we have so to. down. <laughs> I'm down too. We might get the the meet and greet package, guys. That'd be amazing. Meet Scotty Sire and Toddy Smith. Ooh, good it's time. a good time. It's a good time. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So this episode is pretty special. But before we get into um our guests, mm. that's plural. A lot of guests. Little this, hint, this hint, nudge, nudge. Mm. Um, is. Um, we wanted to talk a little bit about the retreat. So we're coming back from the retreat, um, and we just want to w- let, let, let's just recap some highlights for the people who weren't there, who didn't get to see God work in such amazing ways. Mm. Yeah, and so, sorry guys, but that, that's why we, we didn't post last week. We were just finishing up the retreat, and we wanted to you know make sure we were putting enough time into into that ministry, into the 61, 62 souls that were there with us. But we did announce that we weren't posting on Instagram. So if you didn't know why we weren't posting. Follow uh, us on Instagram at MDD Podcast, where you'll get up-to-date info on everything we're doing, when we're posting, um, and yeah, just little tidbits here and there. Exactly. And and if you didn't, if you did see that story, um, yeah. <laughs> we have something to talk about. We did not choreograph anything. Um so we we made an announcement. We we made an Instagram story announcing that we weren't having a podcast th- that day, and when we watched it back, <laughs> it was horrifying. Well, okay, so <laughs> it was a little trippy because Kevin and I noticed that we are low key kind of becoming the same person. We were doing the same like mannerisms, mannerisms like the rub. We were rubbing our hands together, and then like we stepped the same way, leaned the same direction. Swing. And it's funny because we didn't, it was a one take. We're like, okay, we got to update the Insta stories, tell them that we're not posting. So we didn't practice or anything. We, we were didn't practice. Like, Let's go. And so Jenny was recording and then we just like got into it. And like, I think there's something about, first of all, I see that as a testament to the spirit leading, the fact mm. that we're so in tune. Mm-hmm. But it's also like, there is a podcast, like we zone in when we're doing this. And I think the spirit Dude, I think the spirit is just so present, and like, I it, it makes me stoked. Like, it literally makes me so happy doing this podcast because it's exciting. It's exciting to hear how um, God is moving through this podcast, and I just I mm-hmm. I feel time and time again just so honored that He continues to use us in this way. Definitely, um, it's a blessing for sure. And yeah, no, if you, I mean, you can't go back and look at it. We didn't make it a highlight, um, but maybe we'll post it or something so you guys can see. And we literally like. Lean the same way, step the same way. It was crazy, <laughs> but definitely like s- when people say same spirit, that definitely the same spirit was yeah. at work through <laughs> us once we started when once we pressed record. Yeah, it, it's it's cool. I Kevin and I our friendship has grown through this podcast, and I'm mm. I'm very grateful for him, and I'm grateful that. I mean, it's cool because I think we get sad every mm. time um, October retreat ends because. In the months planning that retreat, we see each other so frequently. Yeah, almost every to the every, point like every almost day. every yeah, especially every, or as, at least every other day. Yeah, yeah, the week leading up to the retreat, we see each other like literally more than we see anyone else in our lives. Like mm-hmm. we see this retreat team, um, and so we always get sad when it ends because like oh, I'm I'm gonna miss my, I'm gonna miss my people. Like your students call us yams. Yes, I've never heard that until they started saying it. Yeah, they loved, uh, and so for shout out to SFOA youth. Shout out to SFOA, they're probably freaking out right now that you said that. (laughs) So they go peace. Yeah, go peace. They have they have named us 
the young adults, the yams for young adult ministers, young adult ministry, I guess. Yeah. Um, young, young adult members, whatever you want it to call it. But yeah, there's, and so everywhere they go, they're just like, we love our yams. And so we, it's so endearing. It's very endearing. And we just want to let them know that we love them right back. And they're yeah, the reason we why love we you do guys. everything. Love so. you guys. But just to add on to what you were saying, I was, I was actually thinking about it the other week. How, how crazy, like I, how much I appreciate you. Dude. I, I, I think we were, I talked about it briefly with you um, last week at the retreat that I don't know. It's, it's crazy to think that like hearing your first story because I listened to our first podcast back again and hearing your story about, you know, growing up in Bakersfield and doing everything there. I who would have thought that, that God would bring you to NorCal and that we would meet, we would encounter, we would get this idea to do this together and launch this like it's. Yeah, I mean, in it, my talk on the retreat, I talked about purpose, and mm-hmm. Kev actually inspired my talk because he asked me. He asked me just very straightforwardly. He's like, "Why are you in San Jose?" Because I, I'm not. I didn't grow up here. I'm not from here. Yeah. And because he he was thinking about it, we had gone to Safeway Friday night at the retreat to pick up some last minute supplies, and for whatever reason, he was like showing me this ice cream, and for whatever reason, <laughs> <laughs> it was the Hagen cookie squares. They're so good, by They're the way. So plug, good. plug, plug, Hagen Dazs. You want to sponsor us? <laughs> you can get them at Safeway. <laughs> Use our promo oh, code MDD to get 0% <laughs> off. We still don't have sponsors, guys. <laughs> if you know anyone, let us know. <laughs> Plug. <laughs> no, but he was he was saying that it hit him. He was like, the fact that we've ended up doing this podcast and this ministry together is a, such a blessing. And he asked me, he's like, why are you in San Jose? And I took like, a deep dive into my past. I took a deep dive into the decisions that led me to, to be here today, to be here in the Bay Area, to be doing this podcast, to be mm. a youth minister. And it just made me very grateful. Yeah. Very grateful for my journey. And like. Exactly. I was just know. And you're, you're it, it was perfect because I remember that night you were talking to me about your talk. Mm. And that you're like, I still need to like, there's some things I need to work out on it. Um, and so I just started asking you these questions. And I just, I think what we both came to the conclusion was that our purpose in this life is to, to know God, to love God and to follow God. Mm. And so I feel like throughout your life, leading from Bakersfield all the way till now, I feel like you've just surrendered and you every time that God gave you an opportunity, whether it was going to Santa Clara, whether it was applying for St. Anthony's, you've just said yes. And that's what how you've got to this position. So our purpose in life really was to is to just follow God. Uh, you're you're going to make me emotional. Like it's it's crazy to reflect back on life. And I would encourage you guys to to reflect, mm. to reflect on your purpose and you don't have to go on a retreat to reflect on your purpose. You don't have to go on a retreat to reflect on your community. Yeah. Um, just really take some time. This is impromptu, just like challenge for the week. Yeah. Um, take some time this week to, to reflect on where you've come from, the journey that you've made to get to the point that you're at and where God has been in that. Because I promise you, God is leading you. Sometimes you don't even realize it until you look back years later and you're like, yeah. wow, God was moving in that moment and I didn't even realize it. The bigger picture the bigger picture and i i mean i want to reiterate what kev said but like i'm so thankful for him like it's been a blessing to do this ministry with him because i know his heart's in the right place i know that the spirit is leading him and like he said it's a spirit of surrender Mm. and i'm thankful that he has used that spirit of surrender to to say yes to like remind of the fiat mary's yes, yes where it's 
Mary, I mean, we talk about this later in the podcast, maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Mary's yes, the fiat was a yes. It was a surrendering at such a young age when she was 13. Yeah. And the angel came to her and was like, will you will you have this baby? Mm-hmm. Paul didn't use those words. <laughs> yeah. Will um, you, yeah, will you have this baby? Will you bear the, the son of God? And she said, I mean, as a 13-year-old girl, I would be like, uh. Are you sure? Is, is it me? Are you sure it's me? <laughs> Her being full of grace and just surrendering to God's will is just so inspiring. Okay, so what what was a highlight for you on retreat? Oh, a highlight for me on retreat was definitely at... Hmm. There's, I mean, dude. There's so many. You guys, when I tell you how epic this retreat was, we had someone might have done spoken word. Yeah. We had this... Uh, steal the bacon except it was like extreme where they were like diving through each other's legs and this was like at night and they're getting money but like they were so into it It so much fun um we did messy games for the first time this retreat Mm, yeah that was really (laughs) messy (laughs) there was a banana split and slide and then there was some there were a few you know injuries here and there (laughs) with uh go-karts um what people were (laughs) fine people were fine (laughs) But I think a highlight definitely for me was, um, was the adoration. Mm. Tell uh, me about it. Paint we, the picture. We had after our last session, which was led by Anna Brown. Shout out to Anna Brown. Um, her her talk was um, community. on community. Yeah. yeah. And so how we ended that, that session was that we, we migrated from the main hall to the chapel. And earlier that day during reconciliation, we... Um, some of us got got to work to to try to beautify the chapel in at Camp St. Francis in a bit in a you know in a major way and we, so we hung up lights. Um, we had this idea of uh, putting the monstrance right in the middle that we've never done before. The past few years that we've been doing this retreat have always kind of been the same, and um, somebody actually kind of a participant actually kind of motivated me and a few leaders to to kind of bring it to another level, you know, push mm. it to the next level because they, they said, you know, they've been enjoying this retreat, but, but there's just something about it that they don't really, really feel like it's, what am I trying to say? They don't really they, feel they didn't get as much out of it as they wanted to. Exactly. And so it, it, it just pushed us, you it know, lit a fire, like in my heart mm-hmm. to do the most in the best way to do the most for Christ. Yes, definitely. Um, dude, can I be merch? Do the most for Christ. Do the most for Christ. I'm going to add it to our merch ideas. Yes. <laughs> We'll get that modern day disciple shirt out to you guys soon. I promise. Seriously, <laughs> no. Continue, continue. Um, and so, so I know. Shout out to Cedric and Howe, especially because oh, dude. they big, big, big shout out to them. So th- right above where we where we put the monstrance was a light, like a little light bulb. But we wanted it to be a spotlight right on the monstrance. So these guys drove all the way to Best Buy in in the San, Apto Santa Cruz area, the lo- local Best Buy, and they bought a smart light, like a smart hue light, just for adoration. Guys. Just for adoration, just so they could control it with their phones, and so, so that when the Eucharist entered the monstrance, the, the light, light would go on. on, and then when it exited, the light would just dim off, and it was. And what's crazy, dude, what's crazy what I'm noticing is that, like, the teens will never know, like, the behind the scenes of stuff like that. Yeah. And they, they don't need to know, but it's like... I guess now they'll know, but... Okay, well, now <laughs> we revealed our secrets. <laughs> but I think there's something to be said about, like, serving without the intention of seeing your fruits. Mm. There's something about serving and doing seriously the most you can to bring others to Christ. Yeah. And your your goal isn't ever to get praises for it. Your goal isn't ever, and if your goal is that, that's the devil working because yeah. that's not of God. 
to to do it for your own selfish reasons it's like no our intent is solely to get teens to encounter christ and the work that you guys did like i know that this is a podcast and you guys can't see visually what it looked like but the ambiance and like of course it's jesus in the eucharist that is the most important but there's something to be said about all these senses visually like auditory like all of it coming together and like bringing us closer to christ like i think you guys really did that in such a wonderful way this weekend i guess two weekends ago my bad (laughs) i was like what day is it yeah i think the whole retreat team did such a good job with with adoration and it was there was a lot of intentionality the the songs that were picked and sung during it father brian from um, the legionnaires was wonderful shout out to father brian he saved us he did we we there was some miscommunication and uh, we had a mass planned but no priest apparently um and father brian came to came to the rescue and um it was a beautiful mass so um well what about you what what was a highlight from the retreat that oh man you'll always look back on um so i w- i an, an, a moment came to mind mm-hmm. initially um but then i was like ooh, don't want to share this but i you know we're gonna keep it real we're gonna keep it real always yeah. um so on the retreat um i what's cool is i had i had three seniors on this retreat um i have four on my leadership team three were able to go mm-hmm. and throughout the weekend i was these these opportunities to like to really plug into my seniors and really just like talk with them and like i remember a conversation that i had with joey we're just sitting out on the lawn and like in my talk i talked about college i talked about that discernment process and that really connected with him because he's a senior and so i don't know i just had this kind of moment during adoration where okay i'm just gonna be honest i was crying a lot really (laughs) you were sitting behind me because you were playing music but dude i was i was losing it for like half of it like you were right in front of me i didn't even notice it's okay. Well, I, we were, I was playing guitar, but <laughs> <laughs> no, wow. it's okay. Jenny noticed, and Jenny like was there for me. Um, shout, shout out, out to, to Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I just like I got really emotional because this is my fourth year in ministry at St. Anthony's, and I've seen like just before my eyes, I've seen these teens who are now seniors. I I met them when they were freshmen. Mm-hmm. I've seen them grow up. Yeah, and. I have such a heart for them and I'm, it's gotten to the point and I, I am very like, I think this is the coolest thing. I can look at them and I, I know where they're at. Like I can know when they're hurting. I know when they're good and I can tell by a glance, you know, their hearts well enough that yeah, even from the like, exterior, you'll be like, there's something off. Yeah. And I just have such a love for them. And so during adoration, I was, I was looking at one of the teens and I was like, okay, something's, you know, something's not quite right. I was like, okay. But then we went down to the bonfire afterwards and again, adoration is very powerful and I went up to this teen and I was like, hey, like, where's your heart at? Mm. And they're like, what? And I was, they, they knew, they knew that I knew, but they knew they, they weren't sure if they wanted to get into it. And I was like, come on, talk to me. Yeah. Like, where's your heart at? Um, and that just led to a conversation. I won't go into the details, obviously. Um, but that just led to a conversation, like a very honest and real conversation. The kind of conversations, I think you guys know what I mean, where you can only have them on retreat. Mm-hmm. Like the environment is just set where people want to share their hearts and people are open to listening to that. Yeah. And I was uh, just struck with such a lot of emotions because um, this person was going through a tough time and they, and they shared that. And at the same time, although it was it was kind of a, a painful thing to hear what they were going through i also felt enormously blessed and overjoyed that they trusted 
me enough that they trusted God working through me enough to share the struggles. And I think there's something to be said about being vulnerable in the, being vulnerable so that others can support you. Because mm-hmm. if people don't know what you're going through, if people don't know what what's really going on in your heart, they can't support you. And yeah. I was actually having a conversation with Mark mm. just a little bit ago. Um, shout out Mark Rogers. He's um, your He's my godson's dad. Um, Father, yeah. Yes, yes. And so I was having a conversation with him, and we were talking about how the devil loves it when we're isolated. The devil loves it because we feel like we're alone in our struggles. Mm -hmm. And to break down, to fight against the devil is when you are in community, when you are sharing with others what's really on your heart. And that was a moment where this teen was struggling, but instead of being isolated in their struggles, they shared what they were going through. Mm -hmm. And that built community. And then God's like, yes, I am here. This is community. I am working through this. And so I just like, although it was a tough conversation and tough things to hear, I saw God working in that moment where it's like, no, we are still blessed because we are building community and we're stronger together. By knowing each other's struggles, we're going to build up community and we're going to do, we're going to fight the devil. <laughs> like we're going to get through this and we're going to bring glory to God and we're going to bring light to Christ. Um, it's not going to be an easy fight. No, and it's not. And it's going to hurt and it's going to be a struggle. But it's, it's going it. to be worth it's it. Thank so you. It. I look forward to that retreat every year, especially with the team that we work with. Mm. Um, we added St. Maria Goretti this year. So now it's St. Francis of Assisi, St. Anthony, which is us. Um, we also added St. Maria Goretti this year. In addition to what we've had in the past is St. Lawrence, Queen of Apostles, and St. Joseph of Cupertino. So you got like a power team right yeah. there. Six parishes in our diocese. Not even in the same deanery. All across yeah, the diocese. Yeah, that's the coolest part of it. Some We're not the, like, yeah. yeah some it, in the south, some in the middle, some up north. It's really really just a vast i didn't never actually thought about that and i think that's what makes it so i mean people ask me like how how do you do a, a retreat with six different parishes isn't there too many leaders too many heads of like too many chefs in the kitchen too many people thinking it's like we do it because we're family yeah and like the reason that retreat functions the way it does is because we're working as a family on it definitely um and yeah guys i i mean I hope you've enjoyed hearing about our retreat because it was it was everything to us. It was a blast. It really was. So our guests this week, we're doing a little bit, we're doing something a little different this week. But exciting. Definitely exciting. Super exciting. So um, our diocese hosts this event called Saints in the City. Hmm. Um, and Saints in the City is basically this banquet where they invite a teen, an honoree from each parish in the diocese to be honored for their young discipleship. Yes. And so I'm going to, I'm going to, give it a little explanation um so saints of the city um is an awards banquet honoring the youth of the diocese of san jose who have carried the torch of discipleship with fearless faith enduring hope and bountiful charity Mm. this evening is intended to recognize these young disciples and honor their commitment to the great commission and their eager response to the new evangelization Ooh, dude is that amazing for us to be in a diocese that that invests so much in our youth and wants to recognize you know the youth that work so hard that never thought that they would be you know recognized who don't level. do it for the recognition exactly but the but the diocese wants to be like hey we see what you're doing we see you and we want to encourage you in that exactly and so um at this banquet we had young disciples honored um and there's five different um 
award areas. I want to say there's five. Yeah, there was. There's four categories, and there's one um, special award. So the four categories were um, Saint Maria Goretti, mm-hmm. um, which is the Human Award. Um, this honoree exemplifies the love of Christ through his or her character, um, living out the virtues of faith, hope, and charity. There's the Santa Teresa Award. Santa Teresa Award. It is the spiritual award. Um, and so it, the honoree demonstrates maturity and Catholic spirituality and understands the beauty of the interior life and longs to attain the greatest heights of holiness. And there's also the St. Thomas Aquinas Award. So this is the intellectual award. Um, the honoree possesses a deep understanding of the Catholic faith and he or she spends time learning the truths of the faith by the means of the Holy Bible, catechism, and classic Catholic literature. And the last um, award is very special to me. It's the St. Francis of Assisi Award. Shout out SFOA. SFOA, my parish. Um, it's a pastoral award. So the honoree demonstrates strong evangelization charisms, unafraid and willing. The honoree possesses the spirit of evangelical outreach and expresses his or her faith freely, totally, fruitfully, and faithfully. Oh my goodness. I like, even just hearing about these awards i'm reminded of our young people and i'm so inspired when you read them you just think start to see faces you see and i'm like i know I exactly doing. who these this, fit yeah. yeah who who these awards um should go to and so the and then the award overall for like the the big award of the night is a kekaratamine I think, I hope I'm saying that correctly. Yeah. Kekara Tamane Award. Um, and this is a teen who is basically the quote unquote um, saint of all saints um, honored. And that means they uh, display the virtues of all the other awards. So that's human, spiritual, intellectual, and pastoral. Yes. And Kekara Tamane translates to full of grace. Ooh, so it's dude. a beautiful award to win. Yeah. And so what we did is we interviewed our our young disciples, our honorees who received this award. I think we had five. A total of five, including the K-Care Tomine awardee. Yes. Um, And I, yeah, as you guys listen to these little mini interviews, these these short segments um, with our five guests, um, just I would encourage you to open your heart and be inspired um, by their witness to Christ. Just know these guests are are high school youth, yeah. These are high schoolers. They're just getting into their into their lives and and into their vocations, and they're just so on fire. There's there's so I've met the adults that have less fire about our faith than some of these youth. Yo, it reminds me of me. like I mean they are not children, but like that childlike faith where like exactly. they have this fire lit in their hearts, and they are like. Not only like following Christ, they are running after him. Mm-hmm. Like there's an urgency in their faith and ooh, like it convicted me. And it's amazing because I see not only the youth around the table of the room, but also their families mm, and their amen. parents. And and some of them I, I have a feeling that some of these parents haven't been to church, but now that they see their youth, their child that are that's getting this award that from the bishop, the bishop was present along with the office of youth and young adult, and seeing how on fire their child is, it kind of it can pull them back, you know, it can it can transform a family. Um so it's just it's so inspiring. Absolutely. And I think these teens are bringing people to church dude. I think these teens are bringing people to Christ. They are doing what they they are set apart definitely to do as missionary disciples and you'll hear it you'll hear it in the and how they answer their questions and in these interviews so um we'll get to it we'll get we'll cut right to the interviews of the nights the quality of the audio isn't obviously as as good as here in the studio but um 
Yeah, <laughs> please. Studio. <laughs> uh, it's a it's a living room, <laughs> <laughs> but with really nice equipment. <laughs> exactly. So uh, please bear with it uh, if it's not the best. But um, yeah, just listen to their words and let them speak to your hearts. And we're live here from Saints in the City. It's yes. in a it's an event at in our diocese where we honor the young disciples in our diocese. Um, we have a special guest. We have a few special guests. We, we thought it'd be a great idea to interview some some modern day saints. Some you know? modern day disciples. And we have our first one right here. So our first guest is Joey Contini. He comes from St. Anthony Parish. Joey, Woo! say hi. Hello. Yeah, <laughs> give it up for Joey. Yay. So we have a question for you. Okay. Um, so Joey, what what does it take to be uh, this, a modern day disciple in this day and age? What does it take? And why is it important to have modern day disciples in this day and age? Um, what it takes to be a modern day disciple, I'd say, is being able to spread God's word and his love to others through uh, modern uses such as this podcast. Okay. Oh, okay. a little shout, shout out to out. us. Uh, we Thank have a fan you. of the podcast. <laughs> I see. How do you live your life as a modern day disciple? How does God change your life? I just try to go out and think to myself as I... Uh, as I make decisions, you know, what would God do and what would he lo- want me to do for myself and for him? Okay. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, I like that. that. If someone was questioning the faith, not sure about the whole Jesus thing, what, what would, would you, you say to them yeah. to what would you tell invite them, them to, to church? Come to youth group. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> youth group at St. Anthony's? Yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> Very well. All right. Awesome. Thank you, Thank Joey. Thank you so much, Joey. Congratulations on your Congrats. award. You well deserved. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right, we're here live with our second saint in the city. We have Hustos Opus. From St. Martin of Tours. Give it up for Husto. Yeah. Do you want to kick it off with a question? Huh? Yeah, so what does it mean to you to be a modern-day disciple, to be a saint in the city? I feel like being a saint in the city, it's, it's a, well, first of all, it's a huge honor. But at the same time, just having the ability to receive God's love and God's mercy and all his compassion and stuff and being able to express it and giving it up to people it's something really truly special that i'm really happy to be able to do every day Amen, that's amazing amen no we we are honored to to share this space with you guys um how has your faith changed your life i feel like everyone has their own kind of turning points and i feel like my turning point was when i went through the confirmation program at my church Mm. Um, The fact that even just going through adoration the very first time, it's just such a powerful moment that most of us and a lot of us should go through. And it's open to all ages, it's open to all people, even people of different faiths. It's just such an amazing experience that people can go through and you don't even have to pay for it. Amen. It's true. Amen. Very true. I love how our young disciples... And their answers, they're encouraging people to come to church. Definitely come to youth ministry. I think oh that's what goodness. it means to be a disciple, is bringing people to the faith, bringing people to, to Christ. And bring, yeah, just have one, one more one question. One more question. Who is a saint that you look up to? Who's a saint that you, you, want, you look up to and you want to resemble? I think it has to be St. Francis of Assisi because um, okay. I got accepted into Franciscan University. Really? In Ohio? Yes, Congratulations. in Ohio. Congratulations. Go all school. <laughs> And if you guys know that school, you know it's super passionately Catholic, and it's the dream school to go to if you're Catholic. And I'm super excited because, you know, just the whole ideal faith, his, just, his works and stuff really wants you to exuberate the kind of energy and the same kind of faith that everyone has, and you want to just share with everyone. And I feel like at Franciscan, I can take all my own kind of um, energy, bring it there, and then share it with the world after that. 
beautiful. Awesome. Wow. Thank, you, Thank you, Husso. Congratulations on your award. <laughs> so now we have um, another saint. That's another saint. Um, Danny, Danielle, Hudia. Danny's fine. Yeah. And you are from? I'm from Archbishop Mini High School. Archbishop Mini High School. And where do you, where do you serve parish level? Um, I serve at St. Francis of Assisi. Um, I've been a leader for um, Echo Youth Ministry for about four years now. I've been in it since sixth grade. Um, I'm also an Ignite leader and a VBS leader. I, I, I just love that. Whoa. Wow. So you do it all is what yeah. I'm hearing. That's amazing. Dude, I'm, I'm global. Global! <laughs> You're a listener, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. We are honored to have these saints in the city listening. Yes, that definitely. is an honor for sure. Um, so we have a few questions for you. Is that okay? That's totally fine. All right. Um, what does it mean to you to be a modern-day disciple? Um, to me, I guess being a modern-day disciple is kind of just being, um, obviously just being a figure of Christ, being Christ-like in your life, not only um, doing something because you, like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, for example, um, I do this singing group at my school called Exodus, and we sing um, for, like, the masses. We sing for, like, uh, d um, Catholic schools around the diocese, right? And I don't do it just because I want to sing or just mm. because I think that it's, like, you know, fun to just me. But I, th I do it because, like, you know, I want to express my faith for Christ. I want people yeah. to know that I'm, like, combining my two passions of, like, singing and my faith and making it into something that it's not just for the singing, but it's for mm. my, like, you know, showing people that I am a youth mm. and that I am a proud Catholic and I do believe in Christ. Okay. And that, you know... The, you know, the future of the church depends on the youth. And so people... Girl, go off. <laughs> so people like me and, like, my fellow, like, Echo and Ignite leaders, like, we're all, like, amazing examples of those who are modern-day disciples, those who are going around and spreading their love and their, like, word of God what to Bishop other people. What Bishop was saying, the missionary yeah. disciples going yeah. out and... Wow, okay. because hey, being a disciple is more than just following Christ. It's sharing Christ with others. Yes. And I think that's something that we often forget is that we have to share it with others. You can either be a disciple locked up in the upper room or be a disciple that spreads the word of God Amen. around the world. Amen, Amen brother. <laughs> How do you feel about our Mama Mary? Our Mama Mary? Is she, yes. How has she impacted your life? Dude, my idol. Love her. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think... I've obviously, I've, I grew up Catholic, right? And so uh, I've obviously learned about Mary ever since I was a little girl. Mm -hmm. And I've always seen her as, you know, <laughs> let me phrase this, um, kind of like humans today, you know? Like, in, out of all people, Mary was on earth, right? She was on earth. She was the chosen one. Yeah. And she lived her entire life faith-filled mm -hmm. and, you know, believing in Christ 100%, right? Yeah. And she, like, she was fully devoted to it. And then God chose her, right? She chose her to spread the word of God. Yeah. So in my mind, she's kind of like one of the first disciples. First disciple. First know? one to say yes. Amen. Yeah, first people Amen. to say yes and to she God. And she was like 13, 12, 13 she years was. old. She was. And if, like, if I was 13 and God said, yo, I need you to have my babe, like, like Jesus Christ, our Messiah. I need you to do that for me. And like, would, would it be easy for you to say yes? No, mm. definitely not. I think, you know, fully putting yourself into that situation, fully like diving into that, mm -hmm. like love of Christ yeah. is something that can be hard for some people that some definitely. people don't get to experience a lot in life. Cause it's kind of rare, you know? Yeah. And so, yeah, I think, but it's until we, we surrender. 
you know, fully yes. surrender and say yes. that wholehearted fiat, wholehearted yes mm -hmm. to Christ that it'll change your life forever yeah. and it'll change the world around you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Thank you, Danny. Amen. Oh Thank you so much. Problem. Thank you. Do you guys. want to do any shout outs? Um, self listening in the car. Hey, yo, Danny in the car. What's good? Um, <laughs> This has been a dream. Oh my gosh. I'm on Modern Day Disciples, everybody. What? <laughs> MDD. MDD. Global. Global. <laughs> Very good. Thank you so much. Thank Congratulations, you for Danny. Me. Thank Congratulations. And we have yet another saint in the city, someone very special to myself. We have the most epic guest. We have Julianne Luong coming to you from St. Francis of Assisi Parish. Go, peace. Go, peace. Julia, do you want to say hello? Hi, MDD. I am honored to be a star guest on this podcast. Oh my gosh. You don't have to be nervous. You're okay. I'm so nervous. But thank you for being on. We have a few questions for you um, for receiving the Saints in the City Award. Um, so what does it look like for someone to be fully alive in this day and age? I think like super passionate like like if someone's fully alive like the moment you see them like interacting with someone else and talking about well I guess in this case like God and faith and like mm -hmm. love like you can like sense it I don't know they're kind of like glowing and I think I think that's like what makes someone fully alive okay wow I love that um one thing I did want to ask you so I may have like stalked you just like a little bit on Instagram <laughs> okay that oh sounds so weird it's okay <laughs> I was looking through your photos. To be very to be very clear, Julianne was on the retreat that we had last week, and yes. I think we knew each other before. But that's when we like. I mean, we met maybe before, mm -hmm. but I feel like that was the first time I could actually like talk to you. And it like I don't know. I knew who you were, mm -hmm. but I didn't know if you knew me. I knew you. Well, okay. So I, of okay. course I knew you. You're super cool. <laughs> so what I remember looking at your Instagram, mm -hmm. and you on your Instagram bio it says youth ministry is my sport. <laughs> Ooh, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Does it say that? Yeah, it says youth ministry is my sport. It was like a year ago I put that there. So okay, so I have a, I have a question. What does that mean to you? Youth ministry is your sport. <laughs> okay, so like everyone always asks me, oh, do you do sports? Like what kind of extracurriculars are you into? Mm -hmm. And I'm always like, no, I've always wanted to like do sports, but I never really put in the effort to do that. Um, but like, I guess like youth ministry is my extracurricular and it, it's like my thing so like i just say youth ministry is my sport it's, and why yeah. have you found it so important to dedicate so much of your life to youth ministry i think mm, okay i think like youth ministry has formed my character overall and i don't think i'd be anywhere without it mm -hmm. so i think um giving back to the leaders that have given me given to me before um is like super important and if i can if I can form someone into who they want to become um, through ministry, like through that's God. all I want. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So if ministry is your sport, what is the best way to practice? Ooh. Oh, amen, Ooh. Kev. Oh my, oh my goodness. Hmm. I think um, finding the people that inspire me in ministry um, and like hanging out with them and learning from them and like learning from their like mannerisms or how they like talk to people and how they reach out to new people. I think um, that's, that's how I kind of like practice and, and um, I guess like get grow. better, yeah, yeah. grow. Mm -hmm. oh, that's amazing. 
I, I, I'm in such awe listening to these young disciples. Definitely. Because I think as, as you get older, it's really easy to get jaded in your faith and to go through the motions. Mm-hmm. But you guys, I mean, the, you guys are so on fire. They're so inspiring. It's ridiculous. It's amazing how much how much spirit filled this room is. How much and how much hope that our diocese has, especially in the youth. Just seeing all of you on stage, there was a lot of you. Like if the church is in the hands of the young people, and you are a young people, we have nothing to worry about. We're okay. <laughs> no, seriously, Reverse amen. Uno. No, we are we are so honored, so honored to speak with you. But thank you so much, Jules. Of course, um, yeah. thank you. Go peace. <laughs> All right, we have a special guest here now. It's Adrian Santiago from St. Elizabeth. This is our recipient of the Kekaratomene Award. Award. Yes. Basically, really fancy words to say, this dude was the saint of all saints tonight. Is that <laughs> overstepping? I mean, how do you, um, this is a humble guy. Yes, he was very, his speech today was popped off, man. Dude, he went off. Oh he my went goodness. off. This so is what a saint looks like. This is what a modern-day disciple looks like. So, Adrian, we have a couple questions for you. Um, have you heard about the MDD podcast? Yes, I love listening to my when I do homework on Sunday. It's my favorite thing to listen to now. Yo, that's awesome. My favorite one was the one with John Menondo. Yeah. Yes, yes, the music one, the praise yes. and worship one. Yes. Um, so we have a couple questions mm-hmm. for you. Is that okay? Yeah. Yeah, so what, what does it look like for an individual to fully live out their Catholic faith in this day and age? Um, to be an individual that lives um, the best Catholic faith in this day and age means that their willingness to love God, and especially in this world today, to, that we live in today, means that you're going to give everything that you have to God. Because for myself, I'm nothing without God. Mm. And Amen. so that means giving your yes to Lord to the Lord, even though it has risks. And as Pope Benedict the Sixteenth um, once said, "You were not made for comfort; you were made for greatness." Ooh! One more time for the people in the back. Um, you were not made for this world; you were made for uh, you were not made for comfort; you were made for greatness. Yes, let's go. So, what do you do when your faith gets challenging? When it's a struggle to feel close to God? Um, I pray, like mm. because. Prayer is the closest connection we have to God, besides going to adoration and mass, of course. Amen. But um, I just let myself be who I am, to not show, not to show another image of myself to God, but to show who I truly am to God. Amen. In your speech, you shared an experience you had during adoration, mm-hmm. and you heard you heard God talk to you in that yeah. experience. What can you can for our audience? Do you want to? Can you reiterate that that um, story, that experience? So I was invited f- um, from. Uh, I was invited by a friend um, mm. from St. John the Baptist, Gabriel um, Fronda, okay. and he was in my PE class. Is it okay if I do yeah. my little background yeah, story? Yes, go ahead. Um, starting off, I, I made fun of him because he's Catholic, and I was Catholic. And <laughs> like, like, it's weird to make fun of someone that's Catholic and of the same faith, mm. but over time, I began to see something within him, and that he began starting to change, yeah. and something deep in my heart wanted to have that change. And so he invited me to this adoration night, and my mom said, if you go to adoration, whatever you pray is going to come true. Wow. And so I was like, okay, let's go see what happens. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, was, I, I was a little scared, but I, like, I said, God, let's see what happens. Mm-hmm. So that night um, when they exposed the Eucharist, I started sobbing on the spot. Wow. Because to have an encounter with Christ, just like that face-to-face mm-hmm. saying, I love you to God, changes someone's life. Yeah. And that night... Um, out of like the tears of brokenness that were already falling onto the pew, I said, God, 
make something out of me. Mm. And little did I know then that little Sayer would change my life. And now I now here I am one and a half years later, giving others that same motivation, that same drive to live out God's will and his plan to show them who God is. Praise God. That's amazing. Amen. And I and I will say this. I just met Adrian tonight. Um, he was coming table to table, meeting the other saints in the city. That's, this is that's what man. That's what a disciple does. And what I what I notice about you, the spirit within you, you want to share Christ with others. You have been changed by Christ. Christ is a fire in your heart, and you want no need to share that with others. And I see that spirit within you, and it's inspiring. It's convicting me. It's convicting my faith. I mean, I've been in this for a minute now. <laughs> But for real, you are inspiring me, and, like, thank you. Thank, thank you, you for your kind words, guys. I really appreciate it. Thank you for being an inspiration and being a role model for, for the rest of our youth of the diocese. Thank you so much. Thank you. Of course, congratulations, Adrian. Woo! Thank you. Yeah, give it up for Adrian. Miss Christy, Miss Christy Bradford from St. Elizabeth um, Teens' Program for giving me this opportunity to share my faith and to share the love that I have for God with everybody. And thank you to my home parents for nominating me to receive this award. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Adrian. Wow, can you believe that those are some of the cream of the crop of our, of our, of our. Yeah, those are high school teens, you guys. Our diocese, yeah. And hearing them speak to their relationship with Christ, hearing them speak to how that relationship with Christ has changed their life, mm -hmm. um, it's, it makes me want to like literally just like go like right now, like go into the streets and tell people about Jesus. Like I don't want to be that person, but like there's an urgency in like when God changes your life, there's an urgency to want, you don't keep that to yourself. Mm -hmm. There, There's not like, there's a need to share it with others. If you hear a song and it brings you so much joy, you know, it just makes you feel some sort of way and you don't want to keep it to yourself. You, you, you share it. You yeah. Know? You're, you're like, like, Hey, I found this awesome song. Like, listen to it. It's just like our faith. Ooh, and I love just, that metaphor. And it's, um, and you can. I know you guys couldn't see them. Obviously, you're listening to their to their voices, but you should have seen their physicality, like the way that they are moving. You could tell that by the questions we were answering. They didn't just want to answer it like vocally with passion, but they were like they were like jittering. <laughs> they wanted to like. <laughs> they were just so on fire. The spirit was really moving through them. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh, and I like. It's funny because I will say this. Some of the teens were a little bit nervous. Mm -hmm. I'm a little bit nervous to be on the podcast. Some of them are listeners. Um, and I think it's so crazy that they were nervous to be on the podcast. Because, like, I was almost nervous in meeting them. Exactly. <laughs> like, I felt like, I mean, they, like, one of them asked to take a photo with us. And I was like, you want to take a photo with us? Like, I want to take a photo <laughs> with, with you. you. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and it's because, like, they are so awe-inspiring and they are the people that are, are going to lead the torch, leading, like, carrying the torch mm -hmm. of discipleship. And passing it on. Ah, that fire, dude. Oh. Um, so we do have another clip here. Um, this clip is the bishop was kind of giving an ending little spiel, a little talk, and he said something, and, like, in the audio, you can literally hear me say one more time for the people in the back because I wanted to hear him say it again, and then he, he said, said it, it again. again. <laughs> Um, so here's a bishop talking about what it means to be a disciple. Shout out Bishop Kansu. Hopefully we'll have you um, actually in person, maybe. That'd be amazing, Bishop. Um, and not just like, here's an audio recording of him. <laughs> um, but yeah, here's Bishop Kansu. One more time. A disciple is someone who knows, falls in love, and follows. 
And this is something that you and I have to do over and over Not just when we're 17. Not just when we're 35. But only when we're 52. 78. Over and over again. As Pope Francis says, God never gets tired of showing us his mercy. And we will never get tired falling in love with Yeah, it was a great message. Thank you so much, Bishop, for, for being present that night and for sharing um, sharing that lovely lesson that, that I feel like we all need to hear. Yeah, I think you, you spoke into the hearts of everyone present there. We're all called to be missionary disciples. Ooh, amen, amen. Um, and so we have one last little, little tidbit guest. Very excited for this one. I think you guys all have been waiting for this one. Um, so this is... The one and only Robbie Ocampo, uh, Associate Director of Youth and Young Adult. We've mentioned him actually in every podcast at least once. <laughs> We've mentioned the name Robbie at least once in every podcast. So yes. this is the first time that he'll be, you'll hear his voice on it um, and his famous greeting. Um, so, no further ado, here's Robbie Ocampo. Oh. Robbie Ocampo <laughs> is on our podcast, guys. Finally, after saying his name in every podcast. Probably shouting him out every episode. Salutations, friends of God. <laughs> Dude, I was waiting to hear that for so long. For the first time ever. To give Robbie a, a formal introduction, mm -hmm. most of you probably know this guy. Um, we talked about him many a time. Um, Robbie Ocampo is the Associate Director of Youth and Young Adult Ministry for the Diocese of San Jose. He's also working with Sandra Torres, who's the Director of uh, Youth and Young Adults for the, for the Diocese. Yeah, and so we are honored to have you. Um, what does this night mean to you? It ignites a fire in me. It ignites a hope that can't be satiated. Uh, looking out into the sea of young people who desire to witness beautifully for our Lord Jesus Christ gives me a lot of hope. And it's a hope that cannot be extinguished. It's a hope that gives me reason to remember why I do what I do. Yeah. Yeah. Our Lord is very present in these young people. And there are many souls that I can never reach that they will reach. And it's my hope that I can witness in whatever way that I can to be whoever the Lord wants me to be and to minister alongside these young people to see God's kingdom here on earth. Yeah, we'll, we'll save the rest of our questions for Robbie Ocampo for his episode. Yeah, but on, on, as youth ministers in this diocese, working, working under your office, thank you so much for holding an event like this for our diocese. I don't know if any other diocese does it, and maybe they do. You're so but, good. But it's... You guys are so good, by the way. <laughs> Let's be really real. Like, they're speaking extemporaneously, folks. Friends of God, they're speaking. There's no script here. This is off the top. This is off the top. It really is. But <laughs> no, trust me, trust, trust. It is such an honor um, to work in this diocese. And I think nights like this remind me of that. Definitely. I think we have something very special here in the Diocese of San Jose, something that no one really has seen before. And, yeah. and we, we have seven who got Oh, my. <laughs> it, is, it is such an honor to, to see these young people and to, to work closely with you. Yeah. I think we can both attest that it, it is an honor. I mean, you see the way the teens respond to you and respond to us, and it's like, that's how I feel about them. Like mm -hmm. they, they're excited to be on this podcast, and they're excited to see Robbie and to see Anna, to yeah. see Kev. But it's like no, we're excited to see we're excited to see them. them. Yeah, and and 
to our young people who who are just on this podcast mm-hmm. just want to let you guys know like you inspire us that you is. are convicting us because our church would be nothing without its young people and i know that I, and i know i said this earlier but i'm going to say it again because it's so important mm-hmm. if our church is in the hands of the young people that were here tonight mm-hmm. it is in such good hands we'll we have okay. nothing to worry about yeah. the church is alive Amen. We'll continue Thank on. Thank you guys so much. Thanks. You guys are so good. Thanks for being here, Rob. <laughs> Thanks, Robbie. You got some intelligent interviewers here, guys. This is, this is great. Okay, that's it. Show. Okay. Thank you so much, Robbie. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> and, and one last thing that Robbie wants to say. Go Irish. Go every, Go every school. school. <laughs> and thank you for tuning in to our podcast. This has been Modern Day Disciples. Make sure to like and subscribe. Follow us on Instagram at MDD Podcast. Happy Sunday. And get your booty to church bye you're still here we've talked about this dude go home go go do something else now all right bye